Welcome to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Each weekday, Dr. Crisp will be discussing biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Tune in daily to start your day right and deepen your understanding of how to better walk the way and enjoy the journey. Here's your host, Dr. Tony Crisp. Welcome to On the Way. This is Tony Crisp, and this is the 365 Bible Reading Plan. Today is March 24, and our scripture reading for today is 1 Samuel chapter 9. Today we begin a new era in the great story of God as we move from the period of the judges formally to the period of the united monarchy. Israel is about to have a king. Samuel, the last of the judges, the last of the prophets of his type, is about to be called by God to anoint Israel's first king. His name is Shaul, Saul, the son of a Benjamite. His name was Kish. And so Saul is featured as one who is head and shoulders taller than anyone else. As a choice individual, as someone who has great charisma and power and who is a great warrior. Let me read to you out of 1 Samuel chapter 9. There was a man of Benjamin whose name was Kish the son of Abiel. And it goes on to talk about him and that he had a son who was a choice and handsome man, and his name was Saul. There was not a more handsome person than he among the children of Israel. From his shoulders upward, he was taller than all the people. And as you know the story, he had been out looking for his father's donkeys that had, in the providence of God, wandered away because God had a plan and he needed to get Saul where he needed to be so that he could meet Samuel. Let me just say parenthetically, it's amazing how God allows things to come into our lives in His providence. It's not chance. It's not a random happenstance. It is in the providence of God that He allows things to come into our lives to get us in front of people so we can build relationships that will last through eternity and affect eternity on God's behalf and for His glory. As you read the story, it's going to become clear that Saul in the early days days was not full of himself. As a matter of fact, he was very bashful and and socially awkward. And when it was time for Samuel to really introduce Saul, he was hiding among the things because he was afraid and embarrassed. He He was somewhat of an introvert. But then God used that to uh, build his character over the years and to develop his character. But the reality is that Saul had some issues in his heart. Deep within him, there was a sense of pride that came out later. Sometimes those who are hiding in the shadows are hiding there simply because they are embarrassed that they are not perfect. Now, I'm not trying to be a psychologist. I'm just telling you this is the way it is. After years of observation, not only from some layperson like me, but from professional psychologists and sociologists and those 
who are distinctively Christian in their outlook, this is what happens. Perfectionists many times are often introverts. That's not all the time, but many times they are, simply because it is part of their personality to not want to be seen as somehow imperfect so they stay in the background. And many times, this perfectionism has to do with a sense of pride. Again, not trying to be a psychologist. This is just what happens. And it certainly did happen in the life of Saul. And when you look at Saul's life, his early life, and his seeming humility, his backwardness, and then the presumption of his own self-will over the will of God, it is obvious that a change began to take place. And later, the Scripture says that God withdrew his spirit from him, his Holy Spirit, and plagued him. In other words, allowed an evil spirit to come and to take over him and to trouble him because of the disobedience in his life. Now, what I want to do in the limited time I have in these podcasts, because I am overseas, I only have a certain bandwidth I can upload, and so I am being very careful about the time because it's very important that I don't overshoot everything and uh, not be able to speak to you. So this is not only for this podcast, but for the coming podcast over the next five or six. So they will be shorter than normal. But I want you to, if you would, as you read through the scriptures in this 365 plan, I want you to go ahead and look at King David and his life. Saul was anointed by Samuel, as we will see in the next chapter, chapter 10. And it is the same person who will anoint King David. Now, it's interesting that both of them began as people who somewhat resisted the affirmation of Samuel to be king. For instance, David was a shepherd boy. Now, it wasn't that he didn't want to go to the party and to meet Samuel, but his own parent, Jesse, did not even think to call him. Why? Because he was the youngest. He was someone who was the least likely to succeed in his own viewpoint of his son. He was out with a sheep. He was the youngest. And his brothers were very handsome. They were were well put together. Samuel evidently had an issue, like many people do, with looking at the outward appearance of a person and judging them. It's called, in idiomatic language, judging a book by its cover. And oftentimes we do that, but God had warned Samuel not to do that over and over again, but Samuel didn't seem to get it. And so when David was brought up, it was not even a question because God said, this is the person. Now, Samuel had already missed it time after time after time. And he missed it with Saul because he continued to look at his outward appearance. And Samuel loved Saul. He loved David. And so it grieved his heart when he saw the rebellion in Saul's heart and his own self-will. Because as we will see about Saul, what happened was... Saul came to the point to where he believed that what he was going to do was just as good as what God had told Samuel to ask Saul to do. And that's never the case. There is a way that seems right unto a man, and the end is death. 
And when God gives direction in his word, that's direction for all time. And you and I don't have the wisdom. We don't have the authority. We don't have the right. We don't have the prerogative. Who are we to say, well, I know what God said, but this is what I think we need to do. Let me tell you, the moment you start down that path, you are starting down a path that is going to cause death and destruction in your life. It doesn't matter who we are if we decide like that. That's what happened with Saul. Saul started out well, but he didn't end well. David, on the other hand, was a man who was after God's own heart, and he patiently waited for his time. Even when Saul was persecuting him, David knew in his heart that God had called him to do something, and he was very secure in that calling. Saul was always insecure, and we'll talk more about that in the days ahead. Let me just give a warning to those who are in leadership, and especially those of you who are leading churches of Jesus, those of you who are influencers, those of you who are elders and pastors. Let's be secure in who God has called us to be and what God has called us to do. It is not our task to try to make sure that everyone else is doing their job. It is our task to make sure that before God, we are being responsible to do what God has called us. In other words, know where your lane is and stay in your lane. Quit trying to get over into someone else's business. My grandmother who reared us used to say all the time when we as brothers would get into arguments from time to time, she would realize from the beginning it was because we were sticking our nose into someone else's business. And here's what she'd say, tend to your own knitting. Tend to your own knitting. Stay in your lane. And this is exactly where security comes from, is when we know who we are in Jesus Christ. We know what he says about us, not what someone else says about us, not what we think about ourselves. Our identity and our union is in Jesus. Our value is in him. Our self-worth is in him because he is our life. And my prayer is that as we read through the Samuel Kings and Chronicles material, that we will see when a man lifts himself up, he will be abased. But if he will humble himself before God, then God will lift him up. That's the story of Saul and David and Solomon and all the kings that will follow. My prayer is that God will help us to walk in humility and not be filled with ourselves as we walk on the way. This is Tony Crisp. Thanks for listening to On The Way with Tony Crisp. Tune in every weekday for information on biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Fridays are for your questions. Email your questions to questions at TonyCrisp.org. Then just listen for your question to be answered on Friday's podcast. That's questions at TonyCrisp.org. Thanks for listening and have a blessed day on the way.